Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This is 7 News with Ann Sanders. Good morning, all the COVID-19 news in a moment. But first to a major security scare surrounding Donald Trump at the White House in Washington. The American president was rushed to safety after a gunshot rang out at a security checkpoint. The bullet fired by a Secret Service officer. US correspondent Paul Caddock reports on this developing story. Good morning, Anne. President Donald Trump had just taken the podium for a press conference when he was suddenly interrupted by a Secret Service agent telling him he had to leave. It looks like they're just about going to be topping records, hopefully soon. Excuse me? The president taken back to the security of the Oval Office. Witnesses said they had heard shots outside the White House, the building going into lockdown. Heavily armed officers in body armour were soon swarming the grounds. And here's what was happening just outside the White House perimeter. Holy The Secret Service had shot a suspect near a security checkpoint on Pennsylvania Avenue, just outside the building that's next door to the White House, armed officers sealing off the area. After about eight minutes or so, Donald Trump returned to the press room. But there was an actual shooting, and uh, somebody's been taken to the hospital. I don't know the condition of the person. It seems that the person was, was shot by Secret Service. That person shot in the upper body as they were taken to hospital. The White House remained in lockdown, surrounding streets closed for several blocks. The Secret Service says one of its officers was also taken to hospital, but it seems no one else was injured in this incident outside one of the most heavily guarded buildings in the world. Anne. Thank you, Paul. New South Wales has seen a surge in COVID-19 cases with 22 new infections. Chris Reason is in Sydney. Chris, good morning to you. Most concern now centres around a cluster connected to a private Sydney girls' school. Good morning to you, Anne. Well, this is the schools, the Tangara School for Girls here in Cherrybrook, North Breast, Sydney. And uh, the numbers today, an extra eight cases, five of them students, uh, two social contacts and one staffer. It means that this school is currently the biggest school cluster in the uh, history of this uh, COVID crisis in the state so far. The total numbers are a little bit in dispute right now. The health, re health department release says there's 17. Seven News understands at least 19 attached to this school. We don't know the source of the outbreak. 
break. They do know, though, the reason why there has been an explosion in numbers. However, uh, they're saying they won't reveal that to us. The Premier and Health Minister both refusing to go into details, just saying quite cryptically that it was an extracurricular activity and then taking the opportunity to fire a shot over the bowels of non-government schools, saying that they had to follow the rules just like government schools did and not allow things like excursions and overnight activities. Obviously a hint there of what might have been behind the explosion in numbers here at Tangara. Let's take a listen to uh, the Premier from this morning's press conference. It is a daily battle in New South Wales. We have to be on our toes. We're in a state of high alert. Uh, my anxiety has not subsided uh, in relation to what a knife edge New South Wales is on. But we need to keep pulling together, keep doing the right thing, keep maintaining our social distance and most importantly, uh, even with the milder symptoms, stay home and get tested. And, and as you mentioned, 22 cases uh, statewide new today. One of those down in Batemans Bay. Again, that's caused the closure of the Batemans Bay High School and also the Batemans Bay Public School. 16 of those 22 cases across the state locally acquired, four in hotel quarantine. One has come from Victoria and one is a, uh, of no known source. Anne? Chris Friesen with the latest from Sydney. Thank you very much, Chris. Victoria has recorded another 19 deaths from coronavirus, equal to yesterday's record toll, and 331 people have caught the virus. Melina Saris is in Melbourne for us this morning. Melina, Premier Daniel Andrews has faced some tough questions this morning over the hotel quarantine fiasco. And the Premier fronted a parliamentary inquiry this morning. He was questioned about the government's response to the coronavirus pandemic. It comes as Victoria records 331 new cases. This is the sixth day in a row. Victoria's daily case numbers have been below 500, but that death toll is still very high. 19 people have died. That's 101 Victorians who have died in the past week. Despite these figures, there are still a number of people being caught breaching these restrictions, including a woman who who was arrested in Collingwood for not wearing a mask. She's approached by two officers and appears to resist. She's then pushed against a wall and held to the ground before being handcuffed. At the parliamentary inquiry this morning, the Premier has spoken about how difficult it has been to control this second wave. And without these restrictions placed on Victoria, we would have been close to around 20,000 cases in just a few weeks' time. He's told the committee he will not be asking Jobs Minister Martin Pacor to resign over his department's involvement in the botched hotel quarantine program. Premier, who made the decision to use private security guards in the hotel quarantine program? The hotel quarantine system simply became an extension of a previously agreed service, if you like, that was already on the ground and running. The ultimate arrangements for hotel quarantine, that's National Cabinet. Uh, then the Victorian Cabinet. Health Minister Jenny McCarkos is currently speaking at that inquiry and uh, the Chief Health Officer Brett Sutton will be questioned after lunch. Anne. Melina Saris with the very latest from Victoria. Thank you very much, Melina. Queensland has recorded no new cases, but police are scrambling to block a floor in the state's border restrictions. It comes after two teenage girls were arrested on the Sunshine Coast after they had allegedly travelled from Sydney. They've since been cleared of having coronavirus. Bianca Stone has more. 
Serious questions are being asked this morning about this new teenage border breach. This time, two girls aged 15 and 16 boarded a train in the declared hotspot of Sydney. They made it all the way up here to the Brisbane Transit Centre. It's understood they were intercepted by police, allegedly lying to officers. They then made their way to the Sunshine Coast. We understand one of the girls lives on the Sunshine Coast. One is from New South Wales. A tip-off to police led them to the Noosa Civic Shopping Centre yesterday. Both of those girls were detained. Now, this morning, a number of shops are still closed. They're undergoing a deep clean for precautionary reasons. Police say there's no indication that these girls have COVID-19, but they were taken to the Sunshine Coast University Hospital where they were tested. They're also in isolation. The question is, what do police do with them ordinarily? If anyone has returned to Queensland from a hotspot, they would be placed in mandatory hotel quarantine. But because of their ages and no guardians with them, they can't be put in hotel quarantine. Police, though, say they are likely to be charged under the Youth Justice Act. The Morrison government is in advanced talks with scientists in the UK to secure licensing agreements for one of the most promising coronavirus vaccines, should it be proved safe. Political reporter Taylor Aitken is live in Canberra for us this morning. Taylor, the aim is to be able to manufacture a vaccine here in Australia. Yes, and despite hundreds of vaccines in stages of development, the, va the government is making sure Australia is in a position to manufacture locally if and when a vaccine becomes available. Science Minister Karen Andrews will today put out a call to the Australian bioscience communities to determine how many firms could manufacture a vaccine should Australia be able to secure licensing agreements. The government have confirmed they are working closely with researchers from Oxford University in the UK whose COVID-19 vaccine have shown promising results from early clinical trials. And they're now going to what they call phase three, which is you roll it out into populations where you've got a lot of infection and basically with really large numbers of people, you check first of all that it's safe and secondly that it works. In other words, how well does it prevent um, the disease? Until then, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has warned restrictions will continue even beyond Christmas. And with many states reimposing those tough border restrictions, many families are facing the prospect of not being able to spend the festive season with relatives interstate. This morning, Northern Territory Chief Minister Michael Gunner indicated their border could stay closed for up to 18 months. And Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Thank you, Taylor. A hazardous surf warning remains for Sydney beaches and much of the New South Wales coastline. As large waves rolled in yesterday, a surfer died after becoming trapped underneath a stormwater drain at Collaroy on Sydney's northern beaches. Witnesses brought the 44-year-old man to shore. He was unconscious and could not be revived. Across Sydney and on the south coast, clean-up efforts are underway after torrential rain and gale force winds. High tides and the big swell have caused more headaches for residents at Womberall on the New South Wales central coast. Emergency work was underway last night as council battled to save homes from falling into the ocean. The Central Coast Council says the emergency rock works have so far held up well. The Lebanese Prime Minister has dissolved his government in the wake of the deadly chemical blast in Beirut. It came on the third day of demonstrations as protesters grew increasingly frustrated at the level of corruption in Lebanon. Hugh Whitfeld has more. The Prime Minister's resignation has done little to quell the protests on the streets of Beirut. People out on the streets 
in the afternoon and well into the evening, banging on the doors and gates of the parliamentary precinct met by riot police. And of course, those police are one of the few signs of government that people in Beirut have seen in recent days, certainly no centralised relief effort. Those riot police using tear gas uh, to push the protesters back, those demonstrators using fireworks to antagonise officers. It follows a televised address by the Lebanese Prime Minister Hassan Diab, who conceded that the blast last week was caused by endemic corruption in the country. He said that the country did need to reform and there needed to be an element of law and order brought back. His resignation has been accepted by the President uh, and he will stay on though as a caretaker until elections can be organised. The blast's impact will be felt for decades to come. Seven News has been catching up today with Daniela Rama. She was born in Sydney but has spent the last 10 years mainly working as a soap actress in Beirut. She's taking us through some of the locations where she was filming at the start of the year but have been so badly impacted by the blast right by the port. We don't feel anything anymore. We're dead on the inside. We're broken. We don't want anything. We just want freedom from this corrupt government. Despite the pleas from her parents in Australia, Daniela says she won't be returning home. She says she's staying in Beirut. I'm going to fight for my people, she told us. Thanks, Hugh. A gas leak has ignited, levelling at least three homes in the American city of Baltimore. At least one person died in the explosion and six others have been seriously injured. Rescue crews sifted through the rubble looking for more victims. The city's ageing gas pipeline leaks and there have long been calls to replace the network. A volcano in Indonesia has erupted, spewing a giant ash cloud five kilometres into the sky. Mount Sinabung on Sumatra Island has been rumbling since 2010. There have been smaller eruptions in recent days. No casualties have been reported, but residents have been warned about possible lava flow and told to stay at least three kilometres from the mountain. To Finance News, joining us today, Network Finance Editor Gemma Acton. Good morning, Gemma. Wall Street surged more than 300 points overnight. Has that been reflected in our share market this morning? Morning, Anne. Well, our local share market had a slow start, but now it's sharply higher. The major banks had a very strong day yesterday, and they're rising again today along with travel stocks. Meanwhile, Mesoblast, which had a hopeful coronavirus vaccine in the works, has plummeted by around 20% this morning, ahead of a meeting with US drug regulators. That's due to fears recent tests haven't been as promising as hoped. The ASX 200 has been bumping along sideways since early June. Certainly the tightening of restrictions in Victoria hasn't helped sentiment. Today consumer confidence dropped for the seventh week in a row. It's now back to lows unseen since late April. New credit and debit card spending data are also showing a slowing trend in recent weeks. Not so though for online shopping. E-commerce purchases are still tracking around 21% higher now than at this time last year. And All right, Gemma, thank you very much. It seems that not even a snowstorm can delay a boxing match between kangaroos. Two big roos came to blows during a snowstorm on the weekend. The images captured by a landowner near Mount Gerong in the New South Wales Central West. Male kangaroos often fight in order to establish dominance in their mob. 